You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is Alex Faust, play-by-play voice of the LA Kings, and you're listening to King's Realm Podcast. Boy, do they know what good pizza tastes like. Hello, and welcome to a special recording from the King's Realm. This is one of your hosts, James, uh, calling out actually recording in Toronto. Um, right before the game, I'm with a friend of the show, Kaleo. Uh, and we had a chance to sit down with Alex Faust um, for a conversation before the game. I would say a quick conversation. It was a great conversation um, due to technical issues. We only caught part of it, um, but uh, we'll catch you up because uh, uh, if you ever get the pleasure uh, and honor to speak with Alex, it's just a great conversation, guaranteed. Um, but uh, before we do that, let's get into a few things. Uh, so thanks for checking us out, um, listening to us, following us. Uh, we're part of the Hockey Podcast Network, so be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Kings Realm Pod. Also leave us voicemail at 562-317-0087. I'll say it straight just because I'm the only one here, so kind of got to do it right. Um, also make sure you check out the Hockey Podcast Network and all the other shows with other teams and other aspects of hockey um that i think you'll enjoy do it after you check out the king's realm but also you know friend of the show or or new new friend of russell um also with hockey podcast network does a lot of great things for the team so uh check that out also want to uh pay the bills make sure we uh get a chance to talk to you about DraftKings. So hockey fans light up the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If it wasn't uh, exciting enough, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. We might even have a parlay if you listen to this episode. I don't even know if it's a real thing, but we kind of made it our own thing. Um, going out on a limb, saying a few things from la- from the recording last night. Um and then my my call on first goal. So uh, check that out, too. Uh, stick with us. And uh, make sure you download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game. And get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. Now that we've gone through that, I'm excited to get into this. Uh, conversation 
Um, so due to technical issues, we, we did uh, not get the first part of the conversation, but um, we did get some hot tips on what to do in Toronto and Montreal as we intend the next couple games. But I also want to point out uh, most notable advice from Alex when it comes to Hockey Hall of Fame, which we're going to tomorrow. Um, and obviously it's on every hockey fan's bucket list. Um, so that's, uh, man, I'm so excited for that. Um, after the win in Toronto tonight, of course. Um, but Alex made sure to uh, point out a few areas that really stood out to him. Uh, the first one he talked about um, was the goalie mask exhibit. And and I'm I'm going in blind, so I have no clue what's there. And I instantly got excited about this because it's it's always a topic on the Kings realm. We love new hockey uh, masks or goalie masks. And friend of the show who's with me, Kaleo, is a goalie. So he actually got a chance to share his mask um, from Air Candy. Uh, that is uh, he's from Hawaii, so it has you know state flag and um, how do I say it? Io yeah yeah state Iao Valley State Park and then an erupting volcano. We're gonna post a picture of it on Instagram so you can see it if you're interested. Um, but I love goalie mask art, so that got me really excited. He also said the international exhibit has sweaters from all over the world and goes back so far. Um, that it's fun to see the history on some of the old um, the old sweaters that that existed all around the world. Um, and last but not least, um, he saved the best for last because really the trophy room um, is is uh, is something Alex and Alex isn't the first to describe it like this, but he described it as uh, like going to church for hockey fans. Like it's it's just a moment you have when you're in there and the the history, um, and I know I know for me that that really will hit hard because I'm I'm a big fan of the history of the game and um, I don't know a lot of it but I love it uh, so I can't wait to uh, just kind of spend time um, being there. Uh, we were also talking about some of the team personalities, uh, noting that it is Drew's birthday today, so pretty excited to see a game. Uh, in Toronto, and it's Drew's birthday. Um, that'd be pretty cool. And uh, and we were talking about uh, how he got uh, how he got pinholed into uh, interviews with the uh, Toronto media, and um, not really doubt his thing, right? Being being interviewed, and uh, so I, I was joking that um, we, you know we've been trying to get. We haven't really been trying, but we would. We've been saying we would love to have Dowdy on the show because we feel like this would be his. This would be his venue to crack some beers and tell stories. Um, but uh, Alex told us, uh, "Good luck with that pipe dream," because because uh, <laughs> Dowdy is a, is not not um, not the man that seeks out uh, seeks out the attention, you know, like from the media and such. And and so um, I, I I respect that, but. I will not. I will not be deterred. I still think uh, we'd have a really good time with Daddy. Uh, I did have to get my ten percent, so I said who would be harder to get, uh, Dowdy or Quickie? And of course, we know that Quickie would be the toughest person to get out of anybody. So, uh, so I got my ten percent. I felt good about that. Um, and then we we got into Quick because um, you know due to recent activity, uh, you know, in net with the Kings. Um, quick seems to just find a place to draw from and always be, you know, that dependable go-to when you need him. 
Um, and the Kings have, have tapped him once again to really step up and while they, while they figure out next steps, um, you know, with the news from about Cal, um, going down the AHL and, um, and now with Copley named Stopley by Mikey, um, it uh, it is fascinating to watch him and to see him do things athletically that you know players ten ten times junior um, could only dream of doing. So uh, it it is it is pretty uh, pretty fascinating to see um, and and to have a player on on your team like Quick. Um, and with that, I will lead you into the conversation as we start to talk about Cal Peterson and the recent news about him going on waivers and moving down. So, would you, talking about Cal, would you say it's like surprising that uh, what when the news came out? Oh, I'd go as far as to say shocking. Okay. You, it's rare that you will have a GM pull a move like that. Um, and I mean, for a guy who was signed to the contract that he was with the expectation that we're going to grow you into being the number one, um, nothing is ever handed to you in this league. No, no. And I feel like in some ways the keys to the car were put on the table. Mm-hmm. And last season, Cal didn't take them. Right. And he would be the first to tell you that. Right. Uh, but... It, to to then you know put your put that same goalie on waivers that is shocking and I think Mark far more so outside the Kings organization because in, internally we had known that he had been struggling for a good eh, ten months let's say ten to twelve months and the start of the season comes and clearly he's he's fighting something he's fighting the puck he's fighting something. I feel like we had run out of options at the NHL level to try to get him work to solve whatever was bugging him. Mm -hmm. The only place to do that where you can get reps and have it not be, you know, impactful to the NHL club where they're trying to pick up wins is to have him in the A. Yeah. And the only way to do that is to clear waivers. And, you know, it's a calculated risk that nobody's going to take him. I think that was understood. Uh, I think they they knew that he would clear if they put him there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody w- were to have claimed him, I think that would have been even more shocking um, because the team is then, in theory, taking a goalie with a save percentage of whatever it was, 840-something at the time, with another three years in a contract when you don't know if that's going to pan out, right? Yeah. So I-, I think it was a calculated risk, no less shocking based on the trajectory of of where Cal's career was going to go, but um, but every report I get, he's doing great in the A. Every report I hear, yeah. like he, and he, I think he's got like a nine forty five save percentage his first three or four starts there. So yeah. I'm hoping that um, you know, and he's he's a such a good person. Like you root for him individually, right? Um, I, I hope that he gets through whatever uh, he was fighting through at the beginning of the year, confidence wise or, or technique wise, and can get back to it. Yeah, and Quinn's coming through too. Yeah. Like- QB, you want to talk about a guy who's just been star-crossed in terms of injury last season, breaking his ankle. Then finally we think, oh, he's going to have a normal training camp, and COVID's not here anymore, and then it gets COVID in training camp. Yeah, yeah. Then he gets ill with, I I don't know what it would have been, either like a bad flu or mono. I I don't know what it was. Um, But, like, he had to then come back from that, and... 
might as well just give him a lot of reps in the A because theoretically he's not going to play a ton of minutes up with us. Like he'd mm-hmm. be on the third or fourth line. Right. He's not on the power play. I don't think he kills. Pen- he's going to be killing penalties with yeah. the club when he's up here. So give him a lot of minutes. Play him in every situation. Right. Um, would I like to see him up here at some point? Yeah. I don't think the the idea would be to have him in the A the rest of the year. I'd be shocked if that were the case. Right. But um, you know, I, I think he'll be. You know, fine in short order, uh, and he's you know he's playing twenty plus minutes a night, which is kind of what you want. Where from, he you needs, know, yeah, right for a guy who's going to be projected as a top six, yeah, center. And then Brent Clark, um, yep, that uh, that's exciting to see him go to junior. Finally, yeah, finally he's been snubbed twice. <laughs> do de- definitely do. I did enjoy the collective freak out of people when the the roster was released and he wasn't on it. And people were losing their minds, and and you had to be reminded: a, none of the other NHL players that were supposed to be going were on that list. So chill out for a second. And yeah. B, like the fact that he was at the nine-game threshold, and we gave him a couple games in a conditioning stint. The World Juniors buys us time. Right. That's what we we're talking about. Yeah. I have no expectation, no belief that he'll be sent back to juniors. In the case where we feel like there's stuff that he needs to work on, and again, kind of similar with Cal, there's no place to do that in the NHL. Mm-hmm. And where the Kings are at, based on preseason expectations, they need points. They need to win games. Mm-hmm. There is no waiting around to see what might happen based on what the front office did by bringing in Fiala. Like, yeah. that sends a clear message. We need to win now. Yep. Uh, not not win a cup now, but we need to get to the right. playoffs now and, and build our game as we progress towards being a cup contender. Yeah. Having Brent Clark in the lineup, if we feel like he has stuff to work on, isn't a productive use of his time. Yeah. Uh, now that said, I think he's another example of a player who needs reps, right? And 100%. It's, with the way the NHL CHL agreement is, we can't give him that in the A. I would love to see, and I understand why that junior hockey thing is in place. Yeah. I would love to see a carve out for one roster spot per team to say we have an exceptional player who is too good clearly to be in junior hockey right can we put him in the american hockey league right. if he's good enough to be playing with grown men mm-hmm. one per team is all you need shane wright in seattle yeah. is the exact same scenario yeah. where he's clearly not good enough to be in the nhl at this time but you can't play him in the a and there's no point in putting him in junior right and Ron Francis wants him to be with the NHL club the whole year. Yeah. So World Juniors is a great way to buy them time, it buys us time, um, and we'll see if that agreement gets changed in subsequent years. It's on the table. I know there is talk about it. So we had. So we were trying to play this out because you have your ten games, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Then you have the forty. Yep. For the restricted. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Does does something like he's on roster mm-hmm. but he's being loaned to juniors mm-hmm. does that time frame count no. or is that for no it's only it? only nhl games and again that's only to determine whether you're arbitration eligible okay at, you know at a later time it's i think you know from the standpoint of asset management what rob blake is doing is exactly what he should be doing if he's not 100 percent confident that he will be here the whole year yeah have the nine, take a pause, take another look, reevaluate. Yeah. I have no reason to believe that he'll be sent to junior. I could be wrong, but I have no reason to believe that as of right. this time. Um, if, 
you know, some GMs want to get more creative than others. I think with the way that we're at right now, the place that we're at, we just want to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if, if you were in a rebuilding phase, kind of like Anaheim or Arizona, I think you'd be far more attuned to either play the kids in the NHL, get mm -hmm. them experience, and just, mm -hmm. you know, the results be damned, or we're going to manage our assets and try to make sure we're in a position where they're on their entry-level deal as long as possible. Yeah. And we're, we're not in either one of those positions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, it's it's going to be that's a that's a play I really want to see. Is I think Clark's just mm -hmm. going to be a phenomenal guy just yep. to hone in on and just yep. watch him play his game. I'll be curious to see how he looks in a tournament where he's playing with kids that are of his age cohort. They're all peers, mm -hmm. and does he dominate there? And do we see things in his game that we're like, you know what, maybe he should be a regular in the NHL lineup. Because as I sit right here, I'm not as convinced as others that he should be playing every single night. I, you know, I hear from fans all the time, "Why isn't he playing? Why isn't he playing?" Well, oh, yeah. I mean, like, he's fine. Yeah. Is he better than any other defenseman we have on the roster? I don't know. Right. And don't tell me Sean Dursey because I've heard that from you. I bet you trade him, wave him out. Like, come on, guys. you wanted a puck moving defenseman, you got one. Right. Live with the consequences. Exactly. You take the good with the bad. Right. right? Exactly. Come on. Like nobody's gonna do it right, right. all the time. Yeah, we were, we were talking about that. I think we were talking about that last. Week. We ended. Up, we were recording a podcast mm -hmm. last night, mm -hmm. and they're back in California, mm -hmm. Dennis and Jordan, and I'm here. So we start. We end up starting like one twenty in the morning. <laughs> I my brilliant idea was I want to I want to have Niagara Falls in the background so I'm up on a platform on the zipline platform. <laughs> Wait, you did this? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, there's, I'll show you a picture. There's oh actually the God. police came. Yeah, 1:20 in the morning. Yeah. I'm not surprised. At 2:30 they caught me up there and oh I had to Lord. climb over uh, climb over chains to get up what? on the platform. <laughs> when are you trying to jump the border or but something? Was, I'm going to go over the falls. It was pretty get to cool. The other side. It was a great background. I forgot my passport. <laughs> I need to come back. There, there's uh, there's something the guys always say is that Whitlock's just doing Whitlock things, oh and that's God. that's what I do. Wow. Yeah. So I. Uh, that's okay. That's <laughs> commitment on a trash can, no less. <laughs> on a trash can, you can see it. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I had the whole set of the police came over. They actually came on camera. And, <laughs> We, we do great. we do our show on Twitch now, so oh, we're doing nice. live recording. Oh, nice. right. So it's uh, so yeah, they came on camera and they're all good. excited to be on camera. Like, Hi guys, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Have a good night, I boys. thought you were about to say, I want to see what it's like as an East Coast hockey fan yeah. staying up There's till one. Wow, right there. they're the <laughs> I want to see what it's like as an East Coast hockey fan staying up till one thirty in the morning to watch the Kings play. That's like, me. Yeah, I, there you go. I said that I was I was like no, uh, nodding off at the Montreal game we're watching, and I'm like, no, I can't do it because right. I'm always yelling about East Coast bias. Yeah. Now you know. I gotta do it. Now you see. Now and honestly, I think it's a real thing of you know, for awards voting. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's not as if the people on the East Coast are intentionally trying to ignore everything in the Pacific yeah. Time Zone. It's it's on so late. You really have to be committed. And oh, if you're yeah. a beat writer for I don't know the Bruins or the Rangers or whatever, you're covering your team. You get home at you know twelve thirty in the morning anyway. Right. Okay, maybe some nights you'll flip on the West Coast games to see what's going on. But you are you going to do that every night? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't blame them. Just, yeah. just imagine Detroit when they were part of the North. Oh. Until yeah, I mean yeah. You know their their fan base was right. Freaking ridiculous. How, how frustrating would that be if you were a Wings fan and you were in the Western Conference all those years? Oh yeah. Crazy. And then Pac-12 teams moving the oh, don't get me the started. Big 10, on that. Yeah, yeah, big 20 soon. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
<laughs> it's going to be crazy too. Yeah. But I would love to see UCLA play in the big house. That's going to be. That will be fun. That's yeah, going to be a cool I've trip. been doing this for 20 years because I left LA in 2002. Mm. So I've been a Kings fan for over 32 years. That is commitment. Yeah. So even when I went to the East Coast, they're like, well, we got the Caps in front. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Caps, Flyers, nah. I, I got a team on my team. Give me some King Sharks so, any day. When we won the Cup, I was high-fiving the air. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> and then, um, that's so my, sad. my wife became a Rangers fan. So, 2014 Cup wasn't a very happy time no, in our house. <laughs> no, I'd imagine no. So, yeah. But, yeah, I've been, I've been in Baltimore for 20 years and never changed my colors. All right. So, dude, then the skipjacks aren't coming back anytime soon. Nope. Or the bandits. Or the bandits. <laughs> yeah, you were you were in that world. I did, did AHL for a little bit. Not as much as some people, but uh, yeah, a little bit. The East Coast, yeah. Yeah. Bus trips uh, with the, the AHL North Division. We play the Marlies, the Rochester Americans, Syracuse Crunch. Uh-huh. The, uh huh. The it would have been the Belleville. Uh, no, uh, we would have had the Binghamton. Binghamton uh, uh, Senators for a little while. Tigers. Uh, yeah, we had uh, Bridgeport. We've played Hartford. I've been to that building. You were talking about Hamilton earlier. I've been to yeah. the Pops Coliseum in Hamilton. Hamilton Bulldogs. I mean, it would have taken a massive investment to, to make that building up to NHL code, <laughs> put that way. Really? Well, it's, they, uh, they, did, they did manage to do the, the season-taking sales yeah, yeah. first and then just waited until the Nashville was like, no, yeah. no, no, moving. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, it, it, the two markets in Canada that would love a team, Hamilton and Quebec City, the problem isn't that you couldn't draw fans. The problem is all the corporate money. Uh -huh. There's no corporate money or very little of it in Hamilton. And there's very little corporate money in Quebec City and very little English language corporate money in Quebec City. Right. And when you're talking about media money and media rights, mm -hmm. Yeah, you could get, you know, RDS or whoever else to, to buy a media rights package for them. But you want, you know, um, people who are, are doing business all across Canada, all across North America to buy in, to buy the suites, to buy the, the you know, the ice, uh, the, the glass seats. Yeah. And it's, it's pro that's where it's going to be harder. Um, you know, it's, it's why Winnipeg made a huge push for all the local corporations there to buy in and be you know, involved to right. make sure they don't have that situation happen again. Yeah. You know, where they're not drawing or where they can't be sustained. That's good, that's yeah. good. Yeah. And then get Befuglin out of there. So. <laughs> He's, uh, he, they, they're still recovering from when he retired or whatever he did uh -huh. when he left. Uh, it, it hurt their blue line and I don't think they've been the same since. Although they're a good team this year. They're, yeah. they're yeah. Uh, you know, Far, far better watch this year than they were last. Sure. Any, any, any player I don't uh, that doesn't do right by the Kings, I definitely try and <laughs> mess up their name as much as possible. So, uh, otherwise, I, try. I can't do that. My job is I to know, the pronunciation right? right. It's like I can't. Which say. we settled, by the way. It's Fogimo. Yes, we, we talked about Fogimo. that too. We we get did. it right, everybody. Fogimo. We got Fogimo, and then we have um, Stopley. 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 I like that. Yeah. That's, uh, that's one of our one of our listeners, mm -hmm. Mikey. He uh, he said we're gonna we're gonna keep going with Copley, but I want to call it Stopley. Let me tell you, I've never seen a hockey player as ripped, absolutely jacked. Oh, serious? Copley. He is in unbelievable shape. Oh my god! I mean, like he could be. He's prime for Muscle Beach. Like he is. Like he could be jogging really? down the beach shirtless, and people and women would swoon over. How tall is he? 
He's like not that much taller than you, Ryan. He's a bigger goalie. Uh-huh. Um, but like I'm not, you know, he's not Vasilevsky. Okay, he's right. not, you know, Ben Bishop level. But he's a little bit bigger. But he's just he's built super broad shoulders. And just you know, ripped. He is in unbelievable shape. So that it doesn't surprise me that like you know he gets a spot you know, a call up here and he's ready. Yeah. He's you know he hadn't won a game in like three years. Uh, he had started for the Capitals briefly last year when they were in an emergency situation, but it had been a while since he won an NHL game. So he looks good, quick, good moving in the crease yeah. and like pretty sharp. Yeah, he's a he's a pro goalie, no doubt. Yeah, um, you know maybe this is his opportunity to you know showcase for an NHL contract somewhere. Like, and I don't think it would be with our organization long term. Right. Um, but you know I'm happy for him that uh, he's getting this opportunity, and that's why we signed him. Yeah. Just in case something happens. Yeah. And last year was Garrett Sparks. This year mm-hmm. it's Phoenix Top. And, and how many goalies have come through LA and then walked into yeah. careers? Yeah. Where for sure. Like Campbell was a good, good story. Kemper. Kemper. Um, Marty Jones is great against yeah. us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Every, every time. Every <laughs> time. And in a game where he gives up eight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he like, still gets really? The win. Really? <laughs> That guy has a way with this team. I don't understand yeah, it. It's... Um, and you think like, okay, goes to Boston yep. and okay, that could Martin be... Jones revenge tour. He went real. what? <laughs> he came back what? Yep, it's real. <laughs> oh, that guy. So, well, I don't want to keep too long. All right, we uh, we did have technical difficulties. We had a great conversation. I don't know what you're going to get out of it, but it, it was a great conversation. <laughs> um, we we found out amazing places in Toronto. I'll recap it for you guys. Um, Alex is is the master technician of notes. If you don't believe me, go to King's Care. Uh, they they auction off notes, and they go for thousands. They're incredible. What? They're they're works of art. No, I'm just kidding. They they go they go pretty good though. Yeah, we had good rec- I think I raised uh, in the pandemic. I think we raised about five thousand dollars in total, which was epic. Uh, we raised for the LA Food Bank from notes. Yeah, for just from the sale of games. Shut Cause had, up. Because we had a couple that were like, um, you know, somebody's first hat trick or somebody's first NHL game. Yeah. Or um, like Quickie had a milestone. It was maybe his 700th game uh-huh. or something. That that was post pandemic. But like, you know, we've had some milestone ones that have gone for more. And wow. We, uh, you you will throw in the box score and get that autographed by the player. So that'll you know. Nobody needs to see my handwriting. It'll actually have value if it has, you know, somebody's autograph on it. Well, I mean, my chicken scratch. the way you do your notes so is, is pretty impressive. So that just, just kind of, and then you do videos too, where you show people mm. some of the changes you make yeah, on your yeah, notes. Yeah. And those are fun to watch too. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, luckily, we haven't had to make too many of those. We haven't had too many transactions. We did clear up that it was Carlin's idea to yes. sell Jersey's broken, uh, broken board mm-hmm. that he broke. Mm-hmm. We we gave you credit for it, just so no, you know. No, cre- I deserve so. zero credit for that. That was all Carlin's. I was tongue in cheek. I was being the, uh, the the jerk. That's oh yeah, put it up for auction. Anybody will buy that. And, and sure enough, it goes for like six hundred bucks. And I look like the idiot. You start looking around the office, like what else can we sell? Exactly. I guess. <laughs> what, what's nailed down here that we can just. No, come on. Can you sign that glass? Sure, yeah. yeah. Here's a mug from our break room. Right. Anybody want to sign that? Yeah. Jonathan drank from this glass. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Here's a used Gatorade cup. I'll go for $500. It's dumb. It all goes for a good cause. It does, it does. So keep watching those. Um, thank you, sir, for your time. You're very welcome. Remember, a Toronto win, we called a, a, a Montreal win. Yep. We called a win in Columbus. Mm-hmm. 
call the win, Buffalo. Oh, so you're going? We're going six and zero on the trip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll well, hold you to that. If we, if we lose the next five, it's because we got ahead of ourselves. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, but I'll never speak to you again. Exactly. Right. I know. Right. It, it'll be. It'll also be your fault. So it will be. Just, my, you'll have to live with that shame. But. I'll just. I'll take this episode down and then. <laughs> it's true. Nobody has to hear. I, it. I think. It only, doesn't have to see the light of day. I think only five people listen to it anyway. So <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm fairly safe. But I did call Velarde goal. Okay. I did call a win here. Okay. What else did I say? Uh, there was three things. And uh, someone was going to end this point. Oh, my oh Marner. Marner's Marner point streak. 20 point streak is going to end tonight. Wow. Okay. So those three things happen. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got to, like, we'll get double. pizza somewhere. There you go. We'll do it. Maybe maybe Alex has to eat a Chicago style pizza. I've I've had casserole. I've, I've done the. <laughs> I've, I've done that before. It's, it's like a once in three years thing for me. It's like poutine in Montreal. Like it'll sit with you for a couple of years. So you just gotta pace yourself. Up. I love those Blackhawk games. I was telling you when we would call ahead and have yes. the pizza waiting for us, and and so that's like got a special place in my yeah, heart for sure. But now Johnny's Pizzeria is exactly. Back I in cannot wait to go I to New York and, and pop in there. And just be like, fine. I feel like now we converse on the back end too. Yeah. Like we'll we'll text each other back oh, and good, forth, good. and uh, it's become a connection that that we also uh, got to have. So that's awesome. That um, warms my heart. It's just great people. Yeah. Just great people. So uh, Johnny's Pizza is another one on our list. Like when we go to New York, that is a must do. Yeah. Is Papa John still there? Yeah, they're still next door. Son of can't a bitch. Can't get rid of them. How does that happen? You can't get rid of them. Just, just hope that they never sponsor the Kings, because then we'll have to take this down too. Oh my God! Would that be so? Keep them away. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep the um, fast uh, service chain category exclusive to McDonald's for a while. Yeah, we'll yeah. Keep you, that. you just go to the team and be like, "Listen, it's either them or me." Yes, exactly. Right? That's the way I have to view all my transactions in life. Is just like it's either uh, pizza or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Did you ever get wind that we would drink every time Patio would say Foxy and Fausty? No. no. Yeah. It, it, be, it became a dream game. Right. And so he got wind of it. Oh. And it actually said on podcast. No. He, oh. he would say it like, there was, there's times that he says it. Second intermission coming back, he would right. say it. But then he started saying it like five times in the broadcast. And then he told Stoli on the broadcast <laughs> oh that there's actually God. a drinking game when I say Foxy and Fausty. Well, I'm not surprised. And he points... And then he says it again, and he points, and, and like, die. And then it, it co- kind of cooled off after that because is there a drinking game every time Jim says "stop it here." No, but okay. and and it doesn't stop. You get really hammered. And it, oh, stop it here, and the video doesn't stop. No, no well, you did forget it. That's unsafe. I, don't do that at all. Please. We cannot condone. See, no, now, don't do now that. Now I gotta sit and wa- when I'm watching the game at home, I gotta know how many times. Oh, it's got to be a half dozen times. Oh, really. It. But all right, we can talk for hours. But you got a thing to do. Pleasure. Yeah, I got to go to work today. I know, right? Yeah. We'll be there. We'll you see you. Hey, see thanks you. so much. Thanks, soon. Well, first off, thank you, Alex, for your time. It's always a great time to talk to you. I feel um, I feel like we all learn something uh, every time we talk to him. He's he's like a walking encyclopedia of everything he's experiences. Uh, he locks it in and and is happy to share it with uh with fans like us so be sure you're following us on twitter and instagram at king's Realm pod also be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts even on spotify you can leave us a voicemail or send us a text at 562-317-0087 uh this week mikey left like six so let's see if everybody combined 
can leave more voicemails than Mikey. We'll play it on the show. We'll talk about it. Uh, if you've ever wanted to uh, just spur up some conversation or have a barn burner of a question, please send it our way. Also, be sure to check out the hockeypodcastnetwork.com and the whole family of hockey podcasts. Uh, another fun idea, maybe listening to podcasts of teams that we're about to play so you go into the game a little more knowledgeable uh, than you than if not. So thank you for your time in listening. We're going to continue to uh, send out good stuff from the uh, on Instagram from the trip. Uh, keep taking as many pictures as possible. Probably have some from the Hockey Hall of Fame if they allow it. And uh, until then, or until next time, thank you.